Hi, and welcome to Real Estate Keeping It Simple. This is your host, Ray Dove of REMAX Eastside Brokers, Inc. here in Bellevue, Washington. Hope you and your friends and family are doing okay, and all your loved ones are safe and healthy during our COVID-19 crisis. So today I thought I'd just kind of talk about a lot of different things in the real estate business that hopefully will be helpful to you as you either ponder selling your home, buying a home, or maybe going out and renting a different place here in the greater Seattle Bellevue uh, markets. And I cover Sammamish, Issaquah, Kirkland, Redmond, Bothell, Woodenville, Seattle, Renton. Happy to help you any way uh, I possibly can, regardless whether you're renting or buying a home. One of the things I got on my desk this week I thought I'd talk about is in the news and there's been uh, discussions on it with the unemployment office in the state of Washington. And apparently ID thieves are now targeting unemployment benefits. So you happen to be in unemployment right now or getting ready to collect unemployment. Do know that the thieves are targeting people who are out of work trying to steal their unemployment benefits. So if you apply, just recheck on the site to make sure that your information is correct and that you're in communication with the unemployment office so that you get your funds sent to wherever you want them sent. So stay on top of that. I don't know any other shortcuts that I can offer to you uh, that would be a benefit to help you in that process, making sure that your identity hasn't been taken and you're not getting your benefits. Now with regards to uh, the housing market as a whole, a report came out and said that 48 to 50 percent of homeowners have halted selling plans due to COVID and that was effective in April. So there'll be, and we're already starting to see it our market where inventory is off by 50% in a lot of markets here in the greater Seattle area, King, Snohomish, and Pierce counties. We've seen a lot of buyers have paused in terms of looking and buying a home. They're saying in this year, 39 to 42% of the buyers are pulling back now because they're not certain, not certain about their job, not certain about the future. And those are all reasonable things to be considering when you're looking at buying or selling a home. They also talked about that when it comes to savings, about 70% of people out there, all of us, do not have $1,000 in the bank for an emergency fund. So whatever money you can get from the CARES Act or small business loans to help you through this time, certainly that's going to be very important to have access to those funds so you can support you and your family. So if you are looking to buy a home, I've chatted about this in a previous podcast, know that jumbo home loans are off the table with the majority of the lenders presently. And that means any home loan mortgage that's going to be above 540000 I think is the rough number. And lenders are requiring 25% down on a jumbo mortgage, 20% on a lot of the regular mortgages that are $500,000 or less. So know that going in, and I've chatted about it before, I've encouraged you before to go out and get pre-approved for financing so you know what you're able to afford and purchase given your uh, your income, money in the bank, and other assets that you have. Do know that the lenders are looking at whether you applied for unemployment, if that shows up, or if you are owning a home right now and you're thinking about buying a home and yet you went out and filed for mortgage forbearance, whether you're trying to refinance your home or buy a home, if they see, if the 
main underwriters see that you apply for mortgage forbearance, you will be denied a new loan at the moment. So be careful. It's okay to explore those options, look into them, but before you actually file, you might want to talk to your mortgage lender, or if you don't know one, call your local bank, local credit union, get the latest information from them so that you know it will or will not affect you going forward. If you still don't know someone to reach out to, feel free to reach out to me. I'll give you my email address and my phone number at the end of the podcast. But that, uh, those are the things you need to be really aware of right now. And it's a moving target. Next week, it could change. And the week after that, it could change even more. Same thing with inventory. Interest rates are still all-time low. You, know, you can get a 30, 30-year fixed rate mortgage, I think, right around 3 or the low 3%. And that's great money, but it's, you know, it's coupled with very challenging times and what's going forward and how we're going to have this so-called new normal, or at least some kind of normal, how we conduct business and how, how we live from day to day. Also, if you're not really sure or don't really have everything in place to really buy today, there is a lender, it's called the Home Partners of America, where they have a lease purchase program so you can lease a home and purchase sometime in the future i'm going to sign up for that webinar to get more information so i pass it on to you folks because it might apply to you your kids or friends that are looking to buy a home and and use a program like that to help them get their foot into home ownership so i'll report on that next week the other thing i like to chat about a little bit is if you're thinking about putting your home on the market certainly this could be a good time for you with such low inventory we're seeing homes sell anywhere from the day they go on the market to about 20 to 22 days on the market but you need to present your home if you want the highest best possible price you need to get your home clean ready to go polish it up so it looks really good from the street all the way through maybe have a home stager look at the home give you some ideas of how you can really present the home well, or if the home is vacant, have a home stager stage some of the rooms. I mean, the difference between a vacant home and a stage home is it's unbelievable, and it will make a huge difference in you getting top dollar and getting lots of activity on your home. And of course, if your home is worth 400000 and you want 450000 that'll slow down the process unless buyers think the home's worth 450000 In my opinion, you try to find what we call the sweet spot in terms of, well, the comparables are saying it's worth four twenty. I might recommend putting it on at four ten. And what you're trying to do is try to build a fire of activity so that you have two, three, four people wanting the home and they'll escalate the price beyond the price that that we initially thought it would sell for. But that's a strategy you can have with me or with your real estate agent, but it seems to bode well in terms of creating all this extra activity towards your home. But go through and polish up the home, make things look good, have the furnace serviced. If you're on a septic tank, have the septic tank pumped and inspected, make sure that's going well. If the home's an older home, I would have the uh, sewer, what we call scoped, where they'll come out and run a line through the sewer line, make sure it's not clogged, make sure there's no broken lines. And like I said, have this furnace service there so that we make sure the heat exchanger's fine and everything's working well there. Make sure you put in King County, uh, state law, I think it's throughout all the counties, whether you have an electric home, or a gas-heated home, you need to have a carbon dioxide detector in the hallway, 
near the living spaces of the home. And that's a requirement. And so you should do that when you first put the home on the market. We are in our business, we're doing, we still have professional photographers go out and take pictures, 3D pictures, virtual tours. We are still not allowed to do any public open houses, rightfully so, but there are lots of virtual tours. You're going to see buyers just see the home virtually and buy the home, possibly sight unseen or buy the home subject to a visual inspection. If you do have people coming out to look at the home, please, this is a reminder that no more than two people at a time can be in a house, whether it's vacant or occupied. And that includes the real estate agent. So if you're out looking at homes with me and it's you and your husband or you, your spouse and your kids, I'll sit outside the house and allow two of you go in at a time so that we keep that criteria in place right now. And I strongly suggest you remind your real estate agent who works with somebody else to keep that in mind too, because if enough people do not follow that mandate and people start complaining about that, then I can see our governor coming in and saying, okay, we are now taking that away from you and real estate is not essential. So we don't want to go backwards here. And I personally don't like to be told what to do, provided I'm not doing something that's illegal. But in this state of crisis that we're in, and we're not certain what's healthy, what isn't, let's respect the boundaries that we have when showing. And if someone else is seeing the home before you, then wait until they're done. And I encourage you to make sure you have your face mask on when you go into somebody's home, vacant or not. I'm not an advocate of gloves unless you take them off and throw them off after you're done, but I would encourage you to maybe have Lysol wipes and after you've gone through the house then to take the Lysol wipes and of course and wipe your hands off. Because if you with the gloves from what I've been told you're just going to leave whatever's on those gloves wherever you touch. So that might be a false sense of security. But that's really important when you're out looking at houses. You need to be safe as a home buyer. The home seller has to be safe. They have to know that it's okay that people coming into their home are not going to leave any potential risk for them or their family. So I, I know that, that this is a challenge, but we can work through that. And it goes on to say that when you go through the building inspection process, it's the same. No more than two people can be in that home. So if the building inspector goes out there and the homeowners are there, they're going to have to leave the home while they're doing the building inspection. Just like if the homeowners are there when you show up to look at the house, they're going to have to leave the house, go in the backyard, take a walk around the block while you go view the home. They cannot be in the house at the same time the building inspector's there, at the same time you're going to be there to look at the house. That's mandated by our governor. It's not law, but it's mandated, so please let's respect that. I will continue to update you. I'm not, I'm not trying to broadcast your fear, fear, fear. I'm just trying to hopefully give you enough information so that you can move forward in whatever you want to do in buying or selling or renting a residential home here in the state of Washington and in my market area in King County at, at large here. So I'm happy to chat with you, discuss with you, share with you the overall market numbers. We'll get an update on what the market conditions are, sales and, and homes on the market at the end of May. I'll share that once a month so you can at least best get a pulse on should I sell my home now or should I buy a home now. And we can have a full-on discussion about what the opportunities and risks are going forward. If you're an investor, this might be a great time to look at it, find multifamily. 
buying uh, properties within King and Snohomish and Pierce counties. There's plenty of homes uh, that uh, would fit that scenario, whether it's multifamily, whether it's uh, single-family residence. I have sold many of those type of properties throughout the years. As a reminder, I've been in the business since 1978, full-time real estate agent here in the Seattle area. So I've got lots of experience and expertise to help guide you through the process of selling or buying a home. This is Ray Dove, Remax Eastside Brokers, Inc. in Bellevue, Washington. My email address is R-A-Y-D-O-V-E-R-E-M-A-X at gmail.com. My phone number, you can call or text me, is 425-681-8630. If you have any other comments, concerns, or topics you'd like to have covered, and you'd like me to talk about on my podcast, please feel free to email me or text me. I'll do the research or at least talk about the subject matter. My job, my role here is to provide good information to anyone that's listening to my podcast. Have a great week. Stay safe, stay healthy, and I look forward to updating you on any uh, new information I find out about the marketplace and on this lease purchase program for you. Thanks again. Have a great weekend.